Live your healthiest life ever with a fun and natural lifestyle. Welcome to the Earth Diet Radio Show with Liana. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. And I'm broadcasting live today from New York City, and I have a very special treat for us all. Woohoo! I have a special guest on this evening, and we're going to be talking about brain health and foods that are really good for the brain. And if you're having any issues with the brain, maybe some tips that you can uh, you can use to really help with brain health. So my special guest this evening is Max Lugavier, and Max is here right now. Woohoo! Hi, Max. Hey, what's up? Okay, so Max is an expert in brain health, and he's a regular on Dr. Oz and also The Doctors, and he's always posting on social media some really awesome brain health tips. So super excited to have you here. Woohoo! I'm so excited to be here. This is awesome. And we're drinking some mushroom tea with some cacao powder, which is really good for the brain. Really good for the brain, actually. Okay, awesome. So I just want to start off with a Louise Hay affirmation. So today for Wednesday, April 5th, the affirmation is life is really very simple. What we give out, we get back. So we can be rest assured that when we put good things into our body, we will reap the benefits of that. Okay, awesome. So let's get to talking about the brain. So Max, do you want to share your story? With people and sure. why you got onto this subject of brain health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am a filmmaker, actually, and uh, I guess you could call me a health journalist. Um, I, you know, my background is uh, in film making and short form video content on the internet and writing. I've been a contributor to the Daily Beast, Huffington Post, Fast Company. Um, but a couple of years ago, my mom. Uh, began showing signs of memory loss and I was in between projects at the time and sort of having a passion, um, for health and fitness and nutrition, um, in my back pocket, you know, it's something that I've been really, really passionate about for a very long time. When this all started to go down with my mom, I, uh, really fixated on learning everything I could about, um, the underlying ideology or like origin of uh, memory loss. And what I focused on at the time was Alzheimer's disease because it was the most common form of dementia. Lo and behold, even in those early days, my mom, you know, there wasn't a very clear diagnosis, but one of the earliest pharmaceutical drugs that was prescribed for my mom was a drug that they typically prescribe to Alzheimer's patients. So, you know, whether it was intuition or just, you know, a little bit of uh, consulting with Dr. Google and realizing that, um, you know, this drug is, is used to treat a, a wide range of memory disorders, I um, rolled up my sleeves and I dug deep into the primary literature, which is out there for all of us to access um, on PubMed. And uh, so I started to become just like obsessed, you know, losing sleep every single night, um, going down another, you know, endless rabbit hole. And the more that I would learn, the more I would realize uh, how little I knew, actually. Um, so I had this idea to um, do a documentary. Again, you know, like my background was not in medicine, um, but I had a filmmaking background. And more importantly, I had a media background, which um, gave me a really powerful calling card. I was sort of, you know, pegged as an influencer. I had my own TV show. I had a verified Twitter account. 
And um, you were working with Al Gore at some point, right? On yeah, TV show? yeah. So I used to I used to host a TV network that Al Gore founded called Current TV. So, you know, I had this sort of uh, pretty influential um, ability to uh, access people that very few others can access. It's as simple as that. Um, and I sort of realized that power, and I had this idea. Uh, to do a documentary, and that documentary is called Breadhead, and that's something that I'm currently working on. But when I began the project two years ago, the um, the goal for that project was really, on the one hand, to do to do a documentary, which is something that's always interested me. But on the other hand, it was really to give me an excuse to go and talk to scientists and doctors all around the world, and you know, garner a bit of credibility for myself as a um, you know, voice in this in this space, so that I could really sort of hear from the horse's mouth uh, what was going on. So I began interviewing functional medicine practitioners, and you know, authors of books that I'm sure many of your listeners have read. But then I also um, went to the actual authors of the research that I was reading in PubMed, and I've always been very careful not to confuse a research article or a study with an editorial article. So, I mean, if you go to my Facebook page, you'll realize that I never post anything from uh, publications for the most part. I publish, you know, peer-reviewed science articles or press releases from universities. So those are the, those are the kinds of sources that I chose to go to. Um, and, yeah, so, so over the course of this process, you know, inevitably I've been able to glean some expertise uh, and become a bit of a, like a walking meta-analysis for this <laughs> Yeah, for this. And that's this why research. they call you a brain expert. Yeah, exactly. Expert. Exactly. That is awesome. And to be and to be totally honest, I wish I wasn't a brain health expert. I wish I didn't have to know anything about uh nutrition and how it affects the brain, you know, because um it all came about due to something that, you know, is very tragic and very, you know, it's a very sad aspect of uh my life, something that I see every single day. Um you know, and I'd, I'd give it all back in a second to have my mom's health back. But, uh, but now that I, that I have this knowledge, you know, I've become very passionate about, about spreading it. Amazing. Okay. So Max is about to give us his top five brain foods. Yeah. He recommends that we all incorporate into our diet. So you guys ready? So, okay. Max, what is your number one brain food that you think everyone should incorporate? Oh my God! Well, I would have to say uh, it's hard to it's really hard to pick just one, but I hope you guys are enjoying that like New York ambiance in yes, the background. <laughs> beautiful siren. We are taping in New York. Um, <laughs> I would have to say an avocado is. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good. We have do we have any fans of avocados in the house in the audience? Um, <laughs> probably majority. Probably probably a lot. Avocados are great. It's hard to hate on an avocado. Um, but <laughs> they are, yeah, I, you know, it's kind of funny that they're actually shaped like little bombs because I, I think of them as dropping a bomb on oxidative stress in the body. Ooh. They are a rich source of fat protecting antioxidants. The highest, they have the highest concentration of fat protecting antioxidants of any fruit or vegetable. Um, they're abundant in monounsaturated fat, which is really good for you potassium, twice the potassium of a banana in one avocado. Um, their oil has been shown to improve mitochondrial function in neurons, which are brain cells. Um, so I'm a, yeah, I'm a big fan of, 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 of avocados. I try to eat one a day. 
Amazing. One a day. And when I was transitioning away from a junk food lifestyle to a natural lifestyle, you guys, I would eat up to four avocados a day. And this really helped me to not crave the bad fats like fried foods and fast foods. So it helped me to just like fulfill that like fats and oils and fried foods craving. And there's lots of ways you can incorporate avocado. So one of them is just to eat them straight up as a snack. And then you could also add them to smoothies, which makes them super creamy. And I have a bunch of recipes in both my books that use avocados. And one of my favorites is the superfood kale salad. So it's just getting the kale and then massaging avocado into it. And then some different spices like nutritional yeast or some garlic salt and some sunflower seeds. And it makes a delicious cheesy type kale salad. That sounds great. I, it was originally like pretty weird for me to envision eating just a a plain avocado, but all you need to do is sprinkle some salt on it or a little bit of like gluten-free tamari organic, like tamari sauce on the avocado, or even just like a little bit of like extra virgin olive oil and, and some sea salt. It becomes like so good just by itself. Mm, yes, so good. Food just as nature intended it to be. <laughs> I love to put a little bit of lemon juice on my avocado as well. Delicious. Okay, you guys, so call in. We're going to be taking some callers really shortly, and every caller today will receive some epic organic goodies that can assist you with your brain health. So, okay, Max, what's your number two? Oh, yeah. my God. Second top brain food. This is going to be a little controversial, but I would Uh-oh. definitely have <laughs> to say uh, grass-fed beef. Um, how con- that's? I mean, I, <laughs> well, the vegans I, listening won't like it. But <laughs> I let's, definitely let's just ruffled a few feathers, but um, I uh, yeah, I think that grass-fed beef is a superfood. Um, you know, providing that it's organic and it comes from a reputable farm. Uh, and again, it's 100% grass fed and finished. Um, but you know, it's a rich source of monounsaturated fat, omega three fats, including EPA and DHA. Importantly, it has a, you know, it has a ratio of omega three fats to omega six fats that is biologically appropriate. Grain fed beef, on the other hand, has a lot more omega six fats, which are basically inflammatory. They promote inflammation in the body. And, um, you know, that's not something that you want to perpetuate over the long term because chronic inflammation is really the foundation of uh, chronic disease. Um, many of the diseases of modernity, which are just skyrocketing in the United States and around the world, are really predicated on uh, excessive inflammation. Um, also, grass-fed beef is lower in uh, saturated fat, now, I'm not saying that saturated fat is a bad thing, but, um, but again, you know, all the, the ratios of polyunsaturated fats to monounsaturated fats to saturated fats are, again, biologically appropriate because you're eating a cow that has been fed its natural diet. And at the end of the day, you are not only what you eat, you are what, what you eat eats. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. I've n- not heard that one before. You <laughs> are what you eat eats. That's amazing. Okay, cool. So grass-fed beef, and I love making the beef burritos, which is one of the recipes in the Earth Diet book and the 10-minute recipe book because it's so quick and easy to make. You just take the grass-fed beef and fry it in some avocado oil or some coconut oil and then add some seasonings like turmeric 
and some cumin and a little bit of cayenne pepper and some real salt and black pepper. And it makes this nice gravy. It's so delicious. And that's awesome in a burrito or on top of a salad or on top of an organic taco. Sounds good. Love that. Okay, great. So, Max, what's your number three top brain food for people to incorporate into their diets for good brain health? Oh, man. Well, it's hard to miss the fact uh, that on Instagram, I am, and by the way, you guys, if you're on Instagram, I'm at Max Lugavir, so come over and follow me, say hi. Uh, I've been posting a lot on Instagram lately about um, my love affair with broccoli sprouts, which is basically the young broccoli plant. I uh, grow the sprouts myself. And I know it sounds awfully hippy-dippy, but um, broccoli sprouts are the number one dietary source of a powerful compound called sulforaphane. And sulforaphane is the most potent known activator of one of the body's top anti-inflammatory you know, endogenous antioxidant pathways. So the research on sulforaphane is just like mind blowing. I mean, they've, there are both, you know, in vitro and in vivo studies showing that sulforaphane can do everything from, you know, prevent hair loss in men to reduce inflammation in the brain to alleviate depression. Um, and you know, most notably it's, it's found to be a really potent cancer fighter. Um, when you consider the fact that, this compound sulforaphane is what in broccoli makes broccoli such a potent uh, can- cancer fighter. One, one pound of broccoli sprouts equals 100 pounds of broccoli in terms of its sulforaphane content. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so broccoli sprouts, I would say, are a major brain health superfood. Broccoli sprouts, that's awesome. So you can grow your own. Or people can find them at Whole Foods. Yeah, if you go to my website, maxlugavir.com, I have a very, if you go to click the articles section at maxlugavir.com, I have a super easy instruction guide to how to grow your own broccoli sprouts. I make it super, super, super easy. It's the easiest method. All you need is like a jar, broccoli seeds, and some water. And you like literally can have your own like sulforaphane production plant in your house. That's amazing. So yeah. where can people get broccoli seeds from? You can get them um, Amazon.com. You can get them from supplement stores. Usually have them. Um, cool. Gardening stores. Yeah, they're pretty. I mean, they're pretty easy to find. It's just that like people are usually like um, intimidated by the idea of of growing sprouts, but it couldn't be easier. And especially if you go to my website and you read that article, it's the easiest possible method. Okay, awesome. And on that note, also at maxlugavia.com, he, if you subscribe to his email list, he has a PDF guide of his top brain supplements, which is really awesome. I was looking at it the other day. Sweet. Love it. Okay, cool. All right. So number four, Max, top brain foods, number four. Well, you mentioned it at the beginning of the show, Liana. Cocoa, I would say, is a huge uh, boost to brain health. And part- so cacao powder as well. Cacao powder, yeah. I love it. I mean, rejoice for chocolate. I mean, seriously. Like- chocolate. We chocolate. talk about chocolate every week on this show. Woo-hoo. Chocolate. Yay. Um, yeah, chocolate's the bomb. Uh, cocoa flavanols and chocolate really are among, you know, one of the healthiest foods that you can eat. And um, the flavanols in them really are, you know, they have medicinal properties that um, if you just do a quick PubMed search, I mean, there are countless research articles uh, looking at the effect of cacao on both cognitive function um, and, you know, brain health in general and preventing cognitive aging. 
but then also for heart health too. Cocoflavanol seem to be really potent um, in terms of their ability to improve functioning of the endothelium, which is the uh, tiny, tiny, delicate, one-cell layer thick lining of your blood vessels, which is very important. Um, you know, good endothelial function is important for everything from sexual function to uh, heart health. So um, cocoa flavanols are just really, really good for you. Awesome. So chocolate every day, you guys, as long as it's real chocolate made from cacao powder and it doesn't have all of this stuff in it that makes chocolate not good for us, like dairy, so GMO dairy and refined sugar and soy lecithin, the preservative. But if you're making your own chocolate or if you're buying organic chocolate, it's got so many health benefits. And I have so many stories in my books about chocolate and how I used chocolate to break me out of an addiction to junk foods and it really helped heal my body a lot. And you can lose a lot of excess weight too if you eat real chocolate. Okay, awesome. I love that one. I could talk about chocolate all day. So Me too, actually. So, And you guys, there's an entire chocolate section in both books, The Earth Diet and 10-Minute Recipes, so you can make your own chocolate. And it's really easy to make your own chocolate and very rewarding and very fun. Okay, so number five, and then we'll take some callers. So, Max, what is your number five top brain food? Oh, man, my number five top brain food. Oh, there's so many that are just vying for this spot, but I um, <laughs> would have to, without debate, uh, go to eggs. Um, you know, eggs are a have been for decades demonized because of the cholesterol in the yolk. But let me tell you something, guys. You know, an em when an embryo is developing, and this goes for chicken embryos as well, the nervous system is among the very first structures to develop, and that includes the brain. So what do you think a yolk then is? A yolk is everything needed by nature to grow a perfect, healthy brain. And so when you eat an egg yolk, especially from, you know, a chicken that's been raised on the pasture and it's really dark almost orange and the shell is really thick. You can, t you can tell the health quality of an egg or of the chicken that laid the egg rather by how thick the, the egg shell is. You know, sometimes you go to supermarkets and you buy just like your standard run of the mill egg and they like break, like you can just basically tap it and the egg shell breaks. But if you get like a pastured egg, you'll notice that they're actually like really hard. They take like some muscle to actually break them. That's a, that's a good egg. And you know, the, their eggs are just full of, um, you know, very valuable nutrients, and most of them are actually in the yolk. So, uh, so you know, I'm a big advocate of eating eggs in any form. The one, uh, I guess, precondition that I would, or the one, you know, um, caveat that I would give you is you definitely want to, like, make sure that you don't overcook eggs because you can oxidize the cholesterol by um, heating them too much. So, uh, thankfully, I've never actually been a fan of hard-boiled eggs, but... Um, you know, when, when the yolk gets really like overcooked, uh, that's actually not very good for you. So, I mean, ideally you want the yolk to be runny. If you're making scrambled eggs, you want them to be a little bit loose. Um, but yeah, eggs are, I mean, incredible for you. They have choline, they have DHA, they have, um, lutein, zeaxanthin, vitamin B12. I mean, you name it. Everything, again, everything needed for a healthy brain is in an egg yolk. 
Amazing. I love eggs. And there's lots of egg recipes also in the Earth Diet and 10-minute recipes because it's one of those quick recipes that we can just whip up. So we can do an egg omelet in less than 10 minutes. We can also boil an egg in less than 10 minutes also if you pop the egg in the water and then hit the heat and it will boil in under 10 minutes. So eggs are amazing. Boom. Awesome. So thank you, Max. So those are the top five brain foods that Max recommends. So number one, we had avocado. Avocado. Number two, we had grass-fed beef. Grass-fed beef. Woo. Number three, we had... What was number three Come again? Come on, Liana. <laughs> um, we had avocado. We had grass-fed beef. We had cocoa, cacao. Cacao. Chocolate. Okay. Um, we had eggs. And then we had broccoli sprouts. Number broccoli four, sprouts was number, number four, three. Broccoli sprouts. Broccoli and sprouts then was number five three. Five number X. Okay. Yes. Awesome. So amazing. Okay, you guys. So let us know what you think about those brain foods. Call in now if you have any questions or comments. About to take the first caller of the day. So on line six, we have Dagma from Pennsylvania. Hello, Dagma. Hello? Welcome to the show. Hi. So nice to talk to you. Appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, no You're worries. You're so welcome. So, Dagma, what's your question? I was calling in because I was diagnosed with Lyme disease years ago, and like over 10 years ago, and this is like a brain show and brain food. And I'm trying to find out what the best foods are to eat to get rid of brain fog and remember like, that because half the time I can't remember. Like, I mean, they say you forget stuff as but mine is like extreme. Okay, so foods from memory, brain foods from memory. Yeah, I mean, Dagmar, Dagmar I would uh, say definitely, you know, the list that I gave earlier in the show, I think, is, is would, will be very helpful. Um, I can't speak to any specific uh, medical condition, um, but uh, but I would say, you know, Looking for, you know, instigators in your diet of inflammation, so added sugars, processed grains, um, oxidized oils, things like corn oil, soybean oil, mm-hmm. canola oil. Those are the things that you want to um, remove because, you know, when you promote an inflammatory state in the body, that can exacerbate underlying c- conditions, um, whether it's, you know, pain, or or other other problems that you have going on, um, so right. I think generally speaking, um, yeah, sticking to a, a low inflammation diet, a diet that's uh, you know low if not devoid of, of added sugars um, and rich in antioxidants um, and things like broccoli sprouts. Again, stoke your body's own antioxidant pathways, which. Um, are pretty powerful, you know. We can't can't take that for granted. Hope that helps. Um, thanks, Bella. Yeah, hey, Dagma, and also oh. I, I wanted <laughs> to add funny. also. Oh, uh, I wish the broccoli sprouts. Uh, you make the broccoli sprouts. How much do you put in a jar? That's a great question. So I start with a thirty-two ounce um, wide mouth mason jar. Mm-hmm. And I put about three tablespoons of dry seeds into the jar. Uh-huh. And uh, usually there's some room, so I could probably get away with doing four. The thing is you want to eat them after about three to four days of growing. That's when some of the research that I've reviewed 
shows that the sulforaphane producing compounds are at their highest. So, okay. um, yeah. So after about three to four days, um, I would eat them and that kind of gives you a little bit more room in the jar because you're not actually like waiting for them, um, for much longer than that. So I would try, I would, you know, try three tablespoons and mm-hmm. then just see what that yields volume wise and then go from there. And you have to put water in on them or how do you, I'm, I'm not very good at sprouting things. Yeah. All you got to do, I put the instructions on my website at maxlugavere.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. M-A-X-L-U-G-A-V-E-R-E.com. And, okay. um, you don't actually want this. You don't want the seeds sitting in water, um, after the initial activation phase. This sounds complicated, but it's all very easy. You can just check it out of the website. But generally, it's, okay. a, it's just a process of rinsing, and um, it's very easy. Awesome. So, yeah, check out his site for the instructions. And then also, Dagma, I would say just completely get off gluten to help with the brain fog that you were talking about before. And also, what oils are you using in the kitchen with cooking and salad dressings and things like that? Okay. Um, what, what, what did you say about what, what foods that I'm eating? What oils? What kind of oil? I'm trying to use mostly olive oil. Then okay, I awesome. That's a great choice. Coconut oil shortening stuff. Great. Yeah, coconut oil is good, especially for cooking because it has a higher smoke point than olive oil. Good. Okay, awesome. Dagma, thank you so much for calling in. I want to give you some gifts for calling in today. So we'll send you a copy of the Earth Diet book. And then also be sure to check out maxlugavir.com. And if you um, sign to his list, he'll send you that supplement guide, which can also be really good for helping with memory and brain fog. And then also we are big fans of Primal Kitchen. They have an avocado oil. We would love to send you some avocado oil, which also has a higher smoke point than olive oil, and it's great for salad dressings, so that you can try that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Love Primal Kitchen. Okay. Awesome. Thanks, Tagma. Okay, you guys, so if you've just tuned in, we're talking about the top brain foods for brain health today, and let's go to the next caller. So online... Three, we have Vicky from Cherry Hill, who I believe wants to address some mental health issues. Hi, Liana. Hi, Vicky. How are Hi, you? Hi, Max. Hi. How are you, Vicky? I'm good. We finally get to talk, Liana. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, is this um, Vicky from Facebook? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, good. the teacher. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm glad you finally got through. Woohoo. Yeah. Oh, I'm this so is happy. great. Um, so awesome. my question has to do with, I suffer from, I know it doesn't sound like it, but um, I, su- I suffer from depression, which, you know, um, kind of gets the best of me a lot of times. Um, so like I'm, I, I've been speaking with um, Leanna and I'm now juicing and trying to get like good nutrients in me to like perk me up and, you know, I think that's working. I'm like hooked on cacao powder. <laughs> So, um, and I'm drinking uh, ginger kombucha tea. I think that's what it is. Ginger um, kombucha tea? Or kombucha tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so like I'm I'm doing like a lot of 
you know, things to try and lift me. Now, I noticed when um, Max was speaking, he mentioned, and I, I took notes, the broccoli sprouts, which that sounds yes. like something good. Yes. I okay. can't I can't sing their praises loudly enough. They are right. um, everything I, I read about them. I'm just more and more impressed. Mm-hmm. Now, is that something that um, I would juice or just eat it naturally? Well, you can totally put them in smoothies. I do that. I also okay. throw them in in salads. I just okay. I also eat them out of the jar that I okay. that I sprout them in. Right. Okay. I'm going to check that out on your website. You should, but also, um, Vicky, I just first of all want to want to commend you on your efforts to, um, you know, helping your mood and uh, doing so through looking, you know, into your diet. And mm-hmm. the great news about this is that the first ever randomized control trial was published just one month ago from Deakin University by uh, the lead author. Her name was Felice Jacka. And they showed that by a mo- with a modified Mediterranean diet, which is very similar to the diet that I advocate, and um, you know, it's very high in healthful fats, vegetables, things like that, um, that you can actually significantly reduce symptoms of major depression. Wow. Which is the first time that this has ever been shown. I mean, the, the link between a poor diet and risk for depression has been known for a long time. But the question was, does, you know, does diet make a person depressed or do depressed people tend to reach for foods that are less good for us? Right. But now this study has shown that by changing your diet for the healthier, you can actually improve your mood to the degree that patients with major depression were literally going into remission, meaning they were, they ceased to be, to, they ceased to qualify for being depressed. So um, I was just blown away by that research, and um, I actually did a, a one-hour-long interview with the lead researcher, Felice Jacka, mm-hmm. and I posted that interview and a breakdown of the study on my website at maxlugavir.com. Okay. And so uh, please go over to that to that <clears throat> to my website and read that article. If you click the articles, it's one of the most recent articles. Mm-hmm. The headline is "World's First Trial Shows Proves That Diet Can That a Healthy Diet Can Treat Symptoms of Depression." Wow! So yeah, that's I mean, making it's me astonishing. It's making me emotional already to think that there's really hope instead of medication all the time. You know? Yeah, so. I mean, you know, and. Medication does work for for some well, people, you know. Yeah, it's, so been, it's you been too feel, long for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, your your you know treating physician will, um, you know, have have his perspective based on my research. You know, I mean, it's medications are certainly useful for some, so I wouldn't whole cloth throw them out the window. Oh no no um, no no <laughs> no! But but I am so optimistic that. Um, that you know by you know looking into your diet and by making those the modifications that you really will have a really powerful tool in your arsenal so i'm I'm really excited for you oh thank you it's it's um it's thanks to Leanne too I gotta say it because um she just she gives me encouragement to do these things because when you're lost kind of and you don't know what to do um 
you know, Vitacost has become my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that And I've helps. gotten a lot of good things from there and, um, you know, and your book. I have your Earth Diet books. I mean, all these little things and the juicer and, you know, so you got to make little changes and, um, you know, I get emotional talking about it because you just gave me hope, Max. I mean, you know. That eating well will help me from the inside. Definitely. And if you're eating well and you know your diet's clean, then you know you're taking care of that part. Mm-hmm. So, And that's all we can really do is the best we can in all the departments of life. So right. food, food can be medicine too, and food is medicine. And so what's helped me get through really hard, challenging times is making sure I have a green juice every single day mm-hmm. so that... That way we can't help but feel better after we have a green juice because it's just so clean and so pure and puts so much nutrition into our body. And then also cacao powder, like real Mm -hmm. chocolate, organic chocolate, just boosts our mood and our brain right away. So I'd recommend that. I'm making those cacao balls all the time. (laughs) That's awesome. And I make it with them because I'm I'm like a pre-diabetic, like, you know, we're watching it. I did really good because I lost a lot of weight and... um, my sugar came down. So now, I, you know, I still naturally watch sugar. I'm, I never had it. Um, you know, never had it. I'm Italian. I eat, I eat cannolis, okay? <laughs> but um, I used uh, dates um, instead of, like, the maple syrup to make mm-hmm. my to make the balls, and they were so delicious. I said, I'm eating too many, but no. <laughs> Okay, good. That's awesome. And dates mm-hmm. are a really nice, clean, natural sweetener exactly. from straight from earth. That's awesome, Vicky. Okay, cool. So, and you mentioned that you're Italian, so I'm, I'm assuming you've had lots of pasta in your life. So, yep. Vicky, I'd love to give you some gifts for calling in today. So, one of Thank them you. is the Explore Cuisine, the gluten-free pasta pack, so that you can try that because I love the idea of us being able to have pasta for the rest of our life, yeah. but in a way that doesn't have gluten and doesn't cause us to get really bloated. Right. So I'd love to send you that. And then also the $100 Vitacost voucher. So you can go, go shopping. Thank you. Yay. Oh and get some, I think you'll need some more cacao powder and some more almond flour. And cacao and nibs and yeah. little chocolate chips. Yeah, awesome. Okay, Aww. great, Vicky. And um, yeah, stay in touch and just stay on the line. Give Rachel your shipping details. Okay, and we'll get thank those you so much for everything. Out. You're so welcome. I'm so glad you called in. Good to hear your voice. Awesome. Okay, so Yay. you guys, we're talking about brain foods today. And we went over Max top five foods for the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Should we recap them? Let's recap. Number Let's one, recap avocados. Avocado. Avocado. Okay, number two. Grass-fed beef. Woohoo! Number three. Broccoli sprouts. Yeah, number four. Cacao. Cacao, real chocolate. Yes, we can have chocolate. So good for us. Okay, number five. And eggs. We're just, we're just reminding you guys because there's going to be a quiz at the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> okay, awesome. All right, let's go to the next caller. You guys call in now. We're still taking callers for another 25 minutes. So on line four, we have Linda from Utah. Linda, how stunning and amazing is Utah? Me? Hello, Linda. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, welcome to the oh. show. Oh, good. I'm so excited to speak with you guys. Thanks for taking my call. I think you've answered, by listening to the show, I think you've answered um, several of my questions. Um, 
I, I do have your Earth Diet book. And uh, trying trying to incorporate that into my life, but it seems like you know life sucks you back in, and you fall into old habits. And how do you process for sure? How how do you break those? Oh, how do you break falling back into old habits? Yes. Well, it is a process. It can take years and years and years, but once you completely transform to a different level, there's. I feel like you just have no desire to go back to those old habits. Okay, and my original question was on caffeine. Do you recommend cutting out all caffeine or is some caffeine good for you? Good question. So I would say caffeine is great. There's a lot of health benefits in caffeine and the earth naturally provides it. Max, what's your take on that? Yeah, I would I would agree. I mean, the evidence really seems to be in favor of drinking um, a moderate amount of coffee, um, and that is the, the caffeinated variety. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of caffeine. Certainly it's a part of green tea, which is, um, you know, consumed, uh, all over the world. It's either the first or second, I think it's the second most popular beverage in the world. Um, very, very good for you. Rich in catechins, which are a kind of, uh, polyphenol, um, but caffeine, yeah, caffeine generally, I think is is good for you. Um, I like the way it makes me feel personally. Um, you know, I just think that the key is in dose. The key is in you know making sure that you're consuming enough to give you maybe a little spring in your step, um, and consuming it at the right time of day. So you know maybe uh, mid morning, not first thing in the morning, when your cortisol levels are naturally at their highest that they're going to be throughout the day, maybe waiting a little bit and having that cup of coffee in the late af- in the late morning. Um, so but, mid, um, mid-morning for like your tea or coffee or whatever then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, co- coffee can increase uh, cortisol. And, you know, when you wake up first thing in the morning for about a half an hour after you wake up, your cortisol levels are the highest that they're going to be throughout the day. And that's a very important um, hormonal response to waking up. Um, so throwing coffee on top of that equation, uh, might be counterproductive and might promote something called adrenal fatigue, which some, Mm. you know, functional medicine practitioners talk about. Um, so I, yeah, I like to wait maybe an hour, hour and a half after I wake up. And, uh, that's when I drink my, my cup of Joe. Oh yeah. Usually I do that when I get to work. Um, yeah, I, I've, experienced um, a lot of problems with focusing so I, I think with your um, like trying to cut out some of my gluten I think um, you've answered some of my questions there yeah I mean I think you know the the, the jury uh, is well I you know I, I, I avoid gluten and that's because of you know the research that I've read um, you know I think that I think that gluten provokes an inflammatory response in everybody. And that's just not something that I'm interested in uh, doing in myself. So I advocate a, a gluten-free diet. But there are other sources, um, there are other you know foods that could be contributing to brain fog. I mean, sugar, um, added sugars, f- high fructose corn syrup, things like that, um, unhealthy oils. Uh, I mean, you know, you could it could be as simple as looking into your I don't know what you put in your coffee, but, you know, there's coffee creamers out there that are filled with 
some of them have hydrogenated oils, which are trans fats. Others have polyunsaturated oils like corn oil and soybean oil, which are very unhealthy. Um, and then even if they don't have any of those oils, a lot of the uh, coffee creamers that I've seen contain emulsifiers that uh, promote inflammation in the gut. So, I mean, there's, it's sort of like a minefield and it's not just gluten that's going to create uh, brain fog. It's, you know, the sort of confluence of all these other things in our diet. But, um, but again, going back to your first question, it's not about perfection. It's about doing the best that we can. So I would say just, you know, continue to educate yourself. It sounds like you're already doing a great job. Yes, I and, am. Um, and yeah, I do and, do and, I do the um, when you said eggs I was really excited that you you mentioned eggs as far as like helping because yeah. I do do um, I do two eggs a day normally for my my break and their farm our chickens are free range so they come great. from the farm and they're dark 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 yellow um, yolks almost orange that's so. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Utah has amazing farms and eggs. And Linda, are you familiar with the real salt and the bentonite clay that comes from Utah? Uh, I'm not. I've heard you talk about it and I don't know where to find it. Okay. Well, it's in majority of health food stores and also it's on Vitacost and it comes from Redmond in Utah. Okay. Yeah. And it's so amazing. When I was visiting last summer and we went down in the salt cave there in Utah, I just, oh, I love Utah. So when I saw you were from Utah, I was so excited. So Linda, I wanted to give you the Redmond pack so you can try your local, your local ingredients oh. there with the real salt and the bentonite clay. Oh yes, that would be awesome. I appreciate that. Awesome. Hey, and then also I just wanted to add with the caffeine. So I believe that a lot of answers come from nature. And so when we look at should we be eating something, we can look at nature and say, okay, does it naturally provide it? And in what ways does it naturally provide it? And so incorporating caffeine in a balanced way, like Max was saying, can be very healthy. And there's also other ways to consume caffeine rather than just drink it through green tea or coffee. We can also smell it. As soon as we smell coffee, inhale it, we're getting some of the health benefits. And then also a coffee facial is so divine and stimulates the entire face. And then also a coffee enema can be really helpful if you want to clean out your gut and absorb some natural caffeine in that way as well. Oh, okay. Are those in your book? Yes. The, those oh, are, okay. Those are in the Earth Diet. And I also wanted to give you a copy of the 10-Minute Recipe book today as well. Oh, that's awesome. That will help. Yeah, I love your Earth Diet book, so. Awesome. Yeah, the 10-Minute one is great because it's all of the Earth Diet recipes that can be made in 10 minutes or less, so super quick. And then since you love eggs, we'd love to give you one of Primal Kitchen's, their organic non-GMO mayonnaise. Yeah, made with organic eggs. Oh, perfect. Yes, that's great. Oh, I appreciate that. That's really nice of you. Awesome. Anytime. Anytime, anytime. And Linda, one more thing I want to give you is a one-month supply of fresh greens so that you can drink that every day. Just add a teaspoon of the greens powder into a cup of water and it alkalizes your body. And it's got spinach and kale and corella and all the greens that are so good for us and for our body. And that helps with um, brain fog and just like detoxing out the body. Oh, thank you. And and when I can I find that where on Vitacost after I've yeah. tried it? Oh, okay, yes. perfect. Basically everything's available on vitacost.com, thank goodness. So they have over 44,000 products on their website. 
And yeah, they have all the, the bentonite clay and the fresh greens and all of the dry ingredients like maple syrup and honey, almond flour. Oh, perfect. Yes, I have, I've bought the almond flour um, and the tiger nut flour before. Oh, awesome. Um, we're just from your book, you're the Earth Diets and the Cocoa Powder. So I'm excited to, to get this other stuff. That's exciting. And Max, I just started following you on Facebook. So. Oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, while I was on listening, I just pulled you up and um, liked you. And so I'll start following you. I appreciate all of the information. Of course. Well, thank you, Linda. I'm also, I don't know if you're on Instagram, but I'm at Max Lugavere on Instagram as well. Yes, um, I will look you up there. Wonderful. It's really awesome. nice to really nice to connect with you. Okay. Well, Yay, thank you so much. Linda, you're so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Just stay on the line and give Rachel your shipping details. And you guys, you can watch Max on Dr. Oz. He's on there quite regularly. And then also check out his website, maxlugavia.com. And he has a free PDF guide on his top brain supplements that he recommends for everyone to incorporate. And okay, so we were just talking about vitacost.com. So you guys, that's a place for you to buy all of your, basically all organic natural ingredients for making recipes, making food. And then also they have natural skincare products and household products. And they have over 44,000 products. And I found it to be the cheapest place in America to buy all of our organic natural products. So you can save a lot of money by shopping there. It makes organic lifestyle affordable. So just go to vitacost.com. And then I have a code for you guys to use to get an additional 10% off. So the code is EarthDiet. So you just type in Earth Diet when you check out at vitacost.com. Okay, awesome. Let's go to the next caller. So on line five, we have Chrissy from Florida. Hey, Chrissy. Hi. Hey. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Um, I have a question about um, brain food for children. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I heard you say about runny eggs. Um, like eggs are good for the brain. Now, is it okay to give children runny eggs or does it have to be fully cooked? Or Yeah, I mean, I think that the, you know, obviously there is always with un- undercooked foods, there is the, there's a risk of uh, salmonella, things like that. But I think that those risks tend to be higher with, um, in speaking in terms of eggs, uh, eggs that come from factory farms just because the chickens are, uh, you know, squished very close together and the egg shells actually tend to carry um, contaminants on them. Um, mm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't um, think that the rules are any different uh, for children uh, or kids um, in terms of their ability to safely eat uh, a sunny side up egg, so okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be concerned about that. Is that the same with like the beef? Like, make sure it's okay if it's a little pink, or like the grass fed beef, or does it have to be fully cooked for you know for adults and for children? What do you recommend? Yeah, no, I don't. Th- I don't think that it's any different. I mean, I think that it's you know you know it's you want to make sure that you're cooking under safe uh, in a safe environment. Um, the outside of the meat, generally, you want to reach a certain temperature because it's the outside of the meat that can accumulate bacteria. It's not the inside because the inside is obviously sterile. 
um, if it's a fresh piece of meat, but on the outside, the, you know, the surface area exposed to oxygen can sometimes grow bacteria. So, I mean, as long as it's cooked on the outside, um, I like my burgers, uh, medium, sometimes medium rare. Um, and, uh, you know, at this point, I'm 34. I have a fairly robust immune system. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, but again, I wouldn't think that it would be any different for, um, for kids. Now, for, for infants, yes, I would say you want to be safe. And I'd, I actually don't know a whole lot. That's not really my wheelhouse. Um, nutrition for infants, newborns, and things like that. Um, people with compromised immune systems also might, uh, there might be a differential, uh, dietary recommendation that I'm not sure about for elder people with compromised immune systems also, but for, you know, a healthy, uh, child, I don't think that there's any, uh, difference in terms of the recommendation that I would make. Okay. Well, my son has been dealing with eczema since he was little. Um, so I've been trying to cut back on the gluten, which has been very hard, <laughs> but, um, I mean, if I cut back on the gluten and try to do more like brain healthy foods and earth earth friendly foods it should help with the eczema too or yeah absolutely i would say gluten is one of the usual suspects that create a lot of health issues so if you yeah. get rid of the gluten and then also dairy i've seen a lot of eczema in people clear up when they get rid of dairy and that's another yeah. usual suspect and then refined sugars is another usual suspect, and then genetically modified organisms, so just lots of preservatives and too many chemicals in the system can create all kinds of health issues, including eczema. So if you remove those usual suspects and then add in those really good superfoods and brain foods and just eat straight from the earth and really organic, nutrient-rich foods, then you know that you're doing all that you can to take care of that department. Okay. So if I wanted to give him, like, um, juices in the morning and he's, you know, doesn't like the celery taste or the ginger. Um, how do you sweeten it for kids? Um, like a green apple. Green yeah, apple. I mean, you can you can use a green apple. Although I am not really a fan of juicing fruit because of the sugar content. Mm. Um, I could uh, you give them like a sup like a one of the green powders or. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I also, I also like stevia as a sweetener. Um, you know, using a little bit of that is fine. There's also monk fruit. Um, I've recently become, uh, acquainted with a product called Lacanto, which, um, I actually quite like, I have no, um, affiliation with the company, but, uh, but they make products that I think are, pretty tasty and their sweeteners are a blend of monk fruit which has been used in Chinese medicine for centuries it's very safe um, as well as erythritol which it's it has a very chemical sounding name but erythritol is found naturally in in various fruits and it's produced via fermentation um, and so it's very safe it doesn't upset your stomach no caloric value so there's no sugar it doesn't doesn't raise your insulin um, so yeah, if you, Lacanto? if you are Lacanto, yeah, so you can check out it's lacanto.com and um if you use code max40, you'll get 40% off of everything on their site. That's just like a pro tip. Um Okay. Yeah, and I use their products. 
And, okay. you know, generally I advocate for kind of weaning yourself off of that fixation with yeah. uh, sweet, you know, because it's something that um, can reinforce itself and can make us hooked on that on that sort of addiction cycle. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, Lakanto makes good products. And in terms of like non-caloric sweeteners, um, based on the current best available evidence, uh, very safe. So again, you can go to lakanto.com and max 40, you'll get 40% off of everything in the site. And how amazing that is, is it that earth just provides us with all these like natural things like monk fruit mm -hmm. and natural sweeteners? It's hard when you're trying to do your best for your kid, but not everyone's on board, especially like, you know, the, the babysitter and then my husband. So it's kind of, he's like, oh, just let him have the sweet stuff. Oh, just let him mean And I'm like, it's not good for his skin. You know, it's not good for his brain. <laughs> and um, I try to do it when I'm home with him. But um, I give him also like um, DHA oil. Is that good for his, his uh, I get it from the Honest Company, so I'm not sure. It's yeah, good job. DHA oil is great for the growing brain. Okay. Okay. And um, I, I have a question for Liana about um, diabetes. My mom just got diagnosed today with type, type 2 diabetes, and she's a big-time potato bread overweight. Um, and I'm trying to get her to listen to you, and, and she's just like, I, you know, she just wants to give up, and she thinks that everything's like like the doctor just gave her a death sentence because everything she likes, she has to cut out. Mm -hmm. um, how, what would you recommend for like someone like that to change? She loves to eat her popcorn and potatoes and bread. Um, what can I satisfy her and give her advice for to stop, you know, change those, but right. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I would just say to her, okay, what do you want to eat for the rest of your life? Let's look at all of them and then find a more natural way for her to incorporate them. And then look at, you know, if she loves things like desserts and how she can get nutrition from it. So, um, grab her a copy of the earth diet book and there's recipes in there for like the raw chocolate brownies or the cashew cheesecake that's made with cashews and almond flour and real cacao powder. So that way she'll be getting nutrition from the desserts and things that she wants to eat as well. So that will be the first like upgrade from her to, to help her like wean off um, the junk foods that she really loves. So we have just a minute left, um, Christy, but I'd love to send you some gifts for calling in today that will help you and your mom. So we'll send you the Nutiva Superfruits Pack. So it has the coconut oil, chia seeds, and hemp seeds, which is very good for the brain also. And then also the Raw Chocolate Pack by rawchocolateman.com. And you guys, he's having a spring sale right now on rawchocolateman.com. So if you want to try some of the Earth Diet chocolates, check out that website. Um, Chrissy, just stay on the line. Give your shipping details to Rachel. Max, thank you so much for being the guest on today's show and talking about brain foods. Anytime I get to hang with you, Liana, it just brightens my day. So thank you for having me. Woohoo! It's all those avocados. Yes. Avocados and cacao powder. And cacao powder. Cacao powder. Awesome, you guys. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.